One, welcome back to Draft Boys, the IFL Draft Podcast. As always, joined by Miles, Hito, and myself, Whitey. Lads, how we doing? Doing well, mate. Here, no weekend of Premier League. So good. I know it helps with those lockdown blues. Mm, Yeah, certainly does. Certainly does. Boys, I'm so pumped. That was great. Yeah, yeah. It was an awesome go, weekend, mate. eh? We've got oh, a lot to talk God. about, eh? I know. I think normally I go like, "How are you guys going? What's been happening?" But obviously, nothing's been happening. So I think we should just <laughs> just dive right into uh, talking about how our teams were, went. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. I don't All right, really you know, why don't we start we at the bottom? <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't really want to chat about my team, but a bit of a slow start for myself. Um, yeah, not much to really talk about. Uh, my pickup of Simicast was nice, jumping on that Liverpool clean sheet. And that's about all I really have to talk about. Except, Oh, you've got to be worried when you're talking about Simicast being your only highlight. <laughs> Mate, yeah. I, you had Su- Suchek. You had Suchek. That's true. It's true. I did have that. I was happy with that little pick up so far, but I think my team will grow into the season. So we'll leave it with I think that. so too, mate. Yeah, just a, a solid 25 points to start the season. I'm proud of you, Hito. You're putting up very consistent numbers from last season. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to start a new here, man. I'm trying to start a new. I know, I know. All right, well, I'll go next considering I'm the next best performer. Well, no, I'm a better performer than you. Whatever. Um Okay, yeah, so in defense, fairly solid. I got, you know, a good haul from Pereira with his assist, 12 points there, clean sheet from Aspie 6, and, yeah. Uh, then Sunny Boy got his goal, which was 10 points. Yeah, that was kind of the main highlight. Yeah. So I got bol- goals from both my strikers too, Calvert-Lewin and Ings, so pretty happy. Yeah, juicy. Yeah, a lot harder to. Lot oh, harder sorry, to Miles. You want an intro? <laughs> <laughs> well, you are the host with the most, but you know, I'll introduce myself. Hello, uh, everyone. Welcome back to Draft Boys. Nothing's changed. The champ is here in first place again. I've got a massive haul of seventy-three points. Um, really good defense, uh, capitalized by the Alonso pickup. Um, Fernandez with that Hattie. <sighs> What a last third goal as well. We'll talk about that later. 20 points there. Um, and Antonio got 13 points in that awesome West Ham fixture. Um, I will say I definitely – look, it's a bit of like love and hate with this thing. I did some late-night tinkering um, and I brought in Ben Rama at like 3.28 a.m., like two minutes before deadline, and I didn't have enough time to actually – bring him onto my uh, team. So I cop 12 points on the bench, but I'll take the player being in my team anyway. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it was a nice pickup. That was a nice pickup. You can't I, forget uh, a, a Cresswell on the bench there too, mate. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. the amount of points were on your bench. So <laughs> yeah. It's a good sign though. I mean, I'm happy that they're on my bench and not in your team. So all good there. <laughs> All right, lads. Well, uh, let's talk about a bit of snacks. Um, you know, normally we do our snack chat and someone brings us a, you know, beverage and a, a snack and we all rate it. But uh, in lockdown, we can't really do that. So why don't we just run through with what we're uh, snacking on tonight? Miles, why don't you head us up? Yeah, um, I've actually got 
dinner in the oven, so I'm not snacking yet, but um, I'm just uh, sipping on a little glass of uh, red wine, you know, trying to stay off the beers for the belly. What variety there? Uh, it's actually the same one as our last one. It's that uh, Rabo de Gala. So it's, uh, it's a nice drop. I recommend yeah, nice. it. He's going back. Pedo? <laughs> uh, I'm just having a little cheeky glass of white wine, a bit of Pinot mm. Grigio. Wow, uh, delicious. very sophisticated. Nice. Yeah, very yeah. Sophisticated. Likewise, I've got a dinner on the way, so keeping my stomach ready for that. Well, I've got dinner on you, the way too, but I'm committed, you know. So I've got <laughs> just a drink and a snack. Uh, fuck you, COVID. I've got myself a uh, nice little bolter here, one of my faves. Oh, yeah. That's a strong yeah. one as well. Very nice. Got a kick and... Uh, I've got some popcorn. It's the uh, microwave of triple butter Ooh. flavor explosion. Oh, Jay. Oh, dude, that they're too much. Yeah, I, I can't even eat uh, that triple butter. Dude, that triple about butter. Marley G looking after his stomach. <laughs> Why did he just coming in with the triple butter? <laughs> yeah. Butter. Butter me up there, <laughs> <Yeah>. boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I rate this a 10. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> Obviously. All right, why don't we dive right in? I'm looking forward to talking about this. It feels like it's, well, it feels like it's been forever. I know. Let's it do does. it. Let's jump into the game. So, yeah, so why, those, why don't you take us through how we dive into it? Yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know, um, you know, usually we kind of do a blow-by-blow blow of each uh, uh, fixture coming up. And in doing that, we'll kind of review a bit of the games and talk about some players uh, from the last previous game week, game week one, um, that are looking good or performed well and, you know, any questions we're going to pose about our teams or players starting or not starting. So to kick us off, we're going to start with uh, Liverpool versus Burnley. Uh, Liverpool played Norwich and won 3-0 and also uh, Burnley lost 2-1 to Brighton after starting quite strongly. Mm, Yeah. Um, Hedo, as our resident Liverpool supporter... Why don't you tell us a little bit about Liverpool? Well, so there's this little town in the... I mean, uh, okay, no, no, I'll go... Okay, let me stop you that. <laughs> I don't want any... I'll go faster than that. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of the Beatles? No, 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 so we'll go to the game. Um, we look good, to be honest. What you'd, what you'd expect against Norwich. Um, they came back up. They got a spanking, telling him to go back down to the championship. <laughs> And, yeah, it was nice to see some old faces come back into the team. So VVD in the starting lineup um, looked really calm, definitely missed some of his uh, skills. We were wrong, nice Hito. Last, last pod, we shit-talked him. What do you mean we, we said, shit-talked him? Oh, we said he managed minutes. You know, I think it was more me saying a lot of this stuff. You kind <laughs> yeah, of agreed. Yeah, put me you kind of agreed. Oh, I thought he would be, yes, eased in a little bit more, but I think... Yeah, they've obviously come out firing. So maybe against a more chill team, you might get a rest next week. We'll see. Milesy boy, you must be feeling a bit justified there. Totally. Um, I was actually a little bit confused why Hedo didn't back me when you um, uh, oh yeah, um, yeah when 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 you mentioned that about VVD because I um I've been following his progress since before the end of last season and I just kind of knew that he was he was really up for it. Um, 
but yeah, so he did look really calm and I really like having double Liverpool defence and I think it's quite um, a strong strategy to have. So you'd at least want to have one Liverpool defender because I think they're up for a lot of clean sheets. Um, other than that, what about Salah, boys? I think that he looks absolutely fire. Um, I was actually hoping to get him as first pick. And, you know, obviously I'm happy with Fernandez, but I think for like Salah is looking up for it, mate. Uh, yeah. I'd agree. A bit of a loose first touch, though, there, leading to one of those goals, you know. It was mm. pinged into him, though, to be fair. I'm just trying to create some negativity. You, know. you are. You are. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to be fire, and you've got to take advantage of that before it disappears in Jan for the Africa Cup of Nations. But, yeah, the usual suspects. Nice start for Jota, um, which makes sense because the Brazilian boy is getting a bit of a rest after their Copa. Um, so... I think, yeah, we and, shouted out that he was a good option this year regardless of starting or not. So, What's with all yeah. these Liverpool goals coming from mistakes? Like the, the loose touch from Salah, the scuff shot from Mane. Like, come on, can you guys score well, please? <laughs> Mate, as long as it goes in the back of the net, that's all that matters. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, when you, and when you've got a beautiful man like Alisson in goal at the other end, just stopping clear chances from the opposition. How does he keep that out? Yeah, that was oh. crazy. It was juggling. That's, that's, that's how you. That's how you face down a man in your six-yard box. You, you commanding, hold your chest high, and just stare <laughs> down that beautiful face. Face down, ass up. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, my last comment here with um, with Liverpool is Mo Salah is the first player to score in the first game week five times. So he scored in the first game week every time he's played. Yeah, that was. I think that was a good start to hear, eh? Yeah, it's pretty impressive. You know, boy loves very an rewarding to fantasy owners. Oh, instant gratification. That's what he's. That's what he's there for. Um, now, from a fantasy perspective, are there any question marks over this team? I mean, obviously, Jota came in and Firmino didn't start. Um, you know, I think there's... What do you think? Yeah, not not really, to be honest. It's the usual suspects. Um, the only shout-out I'll make, obviously, Henderson and Fabinho um, are yet to fully come back into the starting um, 11, Henderson particularly. So there's potential opportunity for Naby Cater and Ox to fight over that third midfield spot. Um, mm. So I keep hasn't an eye historically on been a very you know high scoring position. It, no, it hasn't. But it's always they've not often played there for very long periods of time. But now when Adam's gone, there's potential for someone to take that spot and add that spark, which he didn't maybe have as much in our team. So I just keep an eye on it, but nothing I jump on just yet. Okay. Um, now let's talk about Burnley. Um, yeah, look. I'll take this one. Uh, you know, they started with a goal from Tarkowski uh, early on and then really just kind of gave it up. Um, Brighton really took the game by the horns and, yeah, they lost 2-1 in that one. Um, Wood seemed a bit quiet. What do you guys think? Yeah, a bit of a slow start for them, for sure. They looked threatening from set pieces, though, a chance from me and Tarkowski again not long after their goal. But seemed a little bit quiet for them, and looked a bit shaky defensively, letting Brighton. Now they kind of started it. last season like that, but firmed up pretty well towards the end. Um, are you guys panicking? If you've got, do you do you have Burnley defense at all? No, I don't this year. Um, you know? Do you? 
No, I don't have them either. Me neither. <laughs> I think they will come. I wouldn't be panicking just yet with defense. But yeah. as we know, they're quite limited for fantasy picks. It's either defense mostly or uh, wood up front. But Westwood, obviously, on the set piece for um, goal coming in, if you've got a really deep league, that might be an option for you in midfield there. But I'd most likely stay away from Burnley outside of that. I, I just wouldn't rule out that Ben May is just going to come back from this and just fire <laughs> it up, you know? We love Yeah, he did get... He did get close to scoring. And um, what my usual strategy with Burnley are is just let them start getting to the season. And then when I see a good run of fixtures, I just try to get on, you know, one of those main defenders for that period of time. And then I just get rid of them. So for me, they're not long-term assets. They're just something to, to jump on when they've got a good run of fixtures and a bit of form. Okay, let's move on. Um, next one, Aston Villa versus Newcastle. Um, yeah. Now, uh, Aston Villa uh, lost 3-2 to Watford. A uh, bit of a shock loss there for me. And then on the other side of this, uh, West uh, Newcastle got beaten by West Ham 4-2 in what, was, what looked like a fucking awesome game. Um, it was a cracker. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of caught up until two all and I've, I haven't seen the back end of it other than just in highlights. So, yeah, well, let's let's start at the beginning. Uh, we'll talk about Aston Villa's loss to Watford, which I'm sure shocked a few people. Yeah, I think their defence looked really shaky for me. They just let Watford run at them. All three goals basically came from a counter-attack or a counter-attack type play with them running at them, not, not building up slowly with possession or anything. And do they just think look so that, shaky. Um, do you think that maybe they've suffered a little bit from lack of preseason games? I'm pretty sure they had the least games of any team. It was like three. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Potentially. Games. Potentially. You know, they, they haven't really had much time to gel together. So, like, for me, I'm not panicking. I'm a um, my Martinez owner. And, um, you know, it's first game of the season. We'll just see. Yeah, That's I think it. you also had you got a lot of new boys like Ben Wendia and uh, Bailey both getting minutes and potentially that wing back role maybe not being as confident yet to support in defence that maybe that's why but hopefully it's not yeah. a long term thing because we know how good their defence can be. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, it. for sure. Um, and they've got Ashley Young. Looked like he played up front, like a, in a wing position. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when Watkins is back and how everyone fits into that team. There's your defensive issues tracking back, <laughs> old Ashley yeah. Young. Yeah, <laughs> old <mate>. man. <laughs> old uh, man, bird poo. Okay. Uh, Newcastle now. Like, I don't know. Like. uh, St. Maximam, I'm just going to stop trying to say his full name. St. Maximam, he, yet again, like, he's an interesting guy. Like, him faking, like, 10 shots on the byline there, (laughs) sorry, and then finally crossing it in and getting an assist. I was like, how did that just happen? Man, I don't know how he got away with that. That was ridiculous. He was toying with them, and he did look kind of good. It looked to me like an old Mares kind of thing. Mares used to do those fake shots in the box at Leicester constantly. Super exaggerated. Like, it was just insane, the amount of time that they gave him. But then it's really hard when a player like that is doing it. You just don't want to go in for the challenge and, and, you know, 
award a pen to them. So, yeah, I thought Newcastle actually did fairly well in the first half. Um, and, yeah, you just got to say that, you know, Wilson is, um, you know, he's just so clutch. He just scores. Yeah. Yeah. That ball in was nice, though. Yeah. Yeah, that was from uh, Richie, I believe. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah, he that. Oh, the one for Wilson was from ASM, and then the other one oh, that Murphy sorry, yeah. scored was from Richie, though. But yeah, good shout yeah. from Rich, for Richie there after talking about him the other week, even though he's in defence. Thank you mm. for the credit. Thank you. Um, all right, now let's talk about Crystal Palace versus Brentford. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we have to spend too much time on Crystal Palace. Um, they really didn't have any of the ball. Um, I think we just got to have a look, like look at. You know, a bit of a start for Mateta. Like, we actually predicted that Vieira likes to play that youth, uh, younger team. Um, and yeah. Benteke coming off the bench. Um, if they don't score goals early, I think that might change, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, but besides from that, I was pretty disappointed that Palace didn't try and get into the game. But I wouldn't give up hope on them yet. I think against the top five um, or maybe six, they might just play like that. And against the rest of the teams, I think they'll go for it. So I think it's just going to be fixture dependent. But um, I think, it's yeah, that's very about it. early days for Vieira too. Um, I, sorry, yeah. man, my popcorn packet is making a lot of noise. But I think that's um, just a message as well, just generally. Like this is only the first game. There's still a lot of, you know, things to happen and form to develop. So, you know, I wouldn't be panicking too much. But I think we should give some Brentford some solid minutes here because they, oh. they looked amazing. Beating Arsenal two 0 yeah, the new leads potentially. Arsenal were pretty superstar. They had a few t- names missing, but Brentford just looked fantastic. They were so lively. Obviously, pumped to be in the Prem. Um, yeah, yeah, and really, that Sergio really Canos was a, there was a nice goal. He had some decent statistics coming up from the league below last year. I, I mean, I yeah, personally did, yeah. thought about jumping on him and kind of went, "Oh, just hold off." He's just you know coming up. There weren't crazy numbers. I wish I did grab him now but yeah i know. You know that is what it is and you know the the other guy that looked great to me um he didn't get on the score sheet but in Buem- buemo in buemo yeah we spoke about him in pre-season yeah um, like yeah. he looked really yeah. good i like the look of him too and i think just whilst we're on the roll we're just chewing out players here for people to, to jump on like if you haven't been across this play but their keeper as well like getting a bonus point that and save he, he made from it, Pepe's shot was oh, fucking ridiculous. He looked fantastic. ridiculous. So yeah. good. I, I actually rewound that three times because I was like, how did he yeah. actually keep that out? Like that's yeah. unstoppable usually. He's um, gonna that see was a lot of um he's gonna see a lot of action though. And it's one of those things I think we were talking about it the other week with um, you know, some of the bottom of the league um keepers like Mes- Meslier and all that. Um, it's going to be whether he keeps enough clean sheets to go with all those save points yeah, and whether he it. stands out enough in Brentford. You know, there's not players that are going to outshine him for bonus. Yeah, um, but but it's yeah. an interesting option, I think, for that keeper who's going to face a lot of shots potentially. And if he's looking good with saves, yeah, chucking a random clean sheet there, that's some – you can see it there. They look great. And he, he got the bonus. And I think that their defense um, looked really good as well. And we just got to give a quick shout out to um, to Pinnock. He, um, yeah. he he had a really good game. 
And um, I think that he's got a little bit of attacking uh, credentials as well. So he's uh, definitely one on the watch list for sure. Okay, Leeds versus Everton. I'm just, I'm cutting you boys off there. I want to start talking about this. Yeah, cut us off anytime you want. The old, the normal Leeds. (laughs) The OG Leeds. Look, this is, you know, this is what we expect. We're just, we're, you know, all roller coasters, or most roller coasters start at the bottom. They don't, they don't start at the top of the thing. They've got to take their time to get up. like 20 minutes till they get to the top so look yeah. i wasn't expecting them to come out firing or well, maybe and, uh, 90 minutes in this case not 20 yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um so that was good hito i didn't give you enough credit that was oh, nice thanks, mate. thanks for coming back to it though <laughs> um so yeah they obviously lost 5-1 against united um and then uh for our other side of this fixture everton uh beat southampton 3-1 um so let's talk about Leeds. I mean, Hito, there must be a candidate for, you know, goal, goal of the oh, season. Oh, there, there is, boys. Yeah. Oh, He's oh, going yeah. early this year. Ailing, oh. I'm pulling it out. I'm pulling it out early. First episode, pulling out the auto-tune. Ailing with <laughs> a powerhouse shot. That was ridiculous. It was a laser. It was like, yeah, that was a bullet. I loved every second of that. Talk about rewatching moments. That was a repeat goal for me back back and over and over again. 100%. I completely agree. And um, you you got to say as well, what about Dallas in the third? We've already got our first moment of the season. And, um, you know, you got to give it to Bob's. He's yeah. uh, he's gone Dallas in the third for a reason, boys. Gets gets on the uh, attacking credentials. Yeah, well done, well done, mate. If it's just come that easy every day, just laying it off to someone. <laughs> yeah, yards out. I'll take it. Yeah, fucking hell. That's what he does. He finds a way. Yeah, he's gonna be good. It's just that it's not that one seventy any you know unless he steps it up this year. That's all you got to remember. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. I but agree. I th- I think. But yeah, but. I think Leeds just... You... Yeah, go oh, on. you go, mate. Fucking no, you zoom, go, mate. mate. Yeah, you zoom, yeah. Zoom, No, zoom, I was just going to say, you know, for all you Leeds owners, I really wouldn't be stressing about this result. Hold your players. Don't make an early trade too early on these guys because they're going to score your goals. Yeah, and they're up against a team that we've called out are going to be a, up there for title contention this year. You'll remember that too. Just just yeah. like, um, you know... Palace obviously aren't as good, but they versus Chelsea. Like it's going to happen. Um, yeah. So yeah, Leeds. I think, I think Leeds also mind. they're missing Calvin Phillips in central defence. Um, yeah, so I was going to say that he's so vital for them. What's yeah going on in with midfield? Him? Oh, he just played um, in the Euros. Um, sorry, I kind of jumped in and said central defence. I finished before CDM central defensive midfielder. Uh, he obviously got a, probably a longer break. I'm not sure the full details on him, but I would imagine yeah. it comes down to just getting an extended break and being eased back in. So, hundred percent, that will help. Any of the re- should any of the Rapinha owners out there be a little bit uh, worried after that game? Um, I'm not sure. I think a little I'd off the boil. Waiting. I'd still be waiting. Like you know, when we talk about form players to pick up, we want to see a bit of you know, something over a few games. One game, particularly one game at the start of the season, is so hard to make some big calls on. Um, I was going to say the same thing. 
I mean, it's the first game. They versed United. I, I, I don't think we need to say much more besides I was going to say just on your um, Calvin Phillips mention, um, I saw a stat last year that Leeds actually didn't win a game without him. So um, I think him shoring up that midfield is what they need because they're so open. So it will change a lot. Yeah, 100%. Let's, let's talk about Everton, boys. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, we've got our we've got our first Zoom uh, fuck up here. <laughs> Whitey on mute. I'm on mute, boys. <laughs> oh, I was oh, trying to chomp on some popcorn. We're, we're joining the <laughs> we're joining the meme world of uh, Zoom meetings. Of you, you know, it was so funny. I kind of just said I kept I said you know let's move on. I kind of cut miles off. And then he said it, and I'm like, okay. And then Hito said it. I'm like, fucking hell. <laughs> Everyone wanted to say what's going on. And then I look, and then I'm like, fuck, I'm on mute. All right, <laughs> boys, I'm back. Everton, 3-1, Southampton. Pretty good showing for them after, you know, we said maybe to be a bit worried, but granted it was against Southampton. Yeah, um, that's, that's the big call out for me. They, they looked really good. Give them the props but they are yeah. against a team that we'd shouted out that we're worried about this year. So TBC, how that will pan out. But they did look look good. So and Yeah, look well, sharp, Richarlison, so. how the fuck is he back already? Like, oh. Olympics finished two weeks ago. I know. We'll see if that in the long run of the season comes back to haunt him. It could. Yeah. He did have a few and injuries I got, last year. <laughs> On a little side note, how ridiculous did Decore look with his celebration? I was like, come on, man. Like, you've scored, like, a, you know, obviously 2-1 against Southampton. Do you really need to rip your shirt off and celebrate like that? It was like he won the title. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Fans were back in the stadium, mate. They, you know, they're living that up. And honestly, I loved that goal. It's one of those goals where, like, it got caught underneath him and he just, like, wriggled yep. his way out and fucking booted it home. Mate. I would have celebrated like that for an extra 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Pivot it. I guess there's a lot. On that ball in a way that Ross from France would be incredibly proud of. That pivot was beautiful. <laughs> I guess but there's I think, a lot of similarities between Whitey and Decore, eh? Yeah, oh, definitely. Boys, one I just want to add just quickly before we move off Everton is that there's obviously a lot going on in that team, but just a few glimpses from Townsend there. We know he has got a good left boot on him for a cross and with some more better players basically to cross to than Benteke. Um, I, I would just be watching that for me. I'm interested to just see how that develops with the likes of DCL, their defenders, Richarlison. That's a really good shout. And, you know, he is actually one that has one goal of the season before. So he would be one to watch. Yeah. But there's obviously yeah, a lot going on in there already. So... Well, Definitely you boys gave me a bit of shit for DCL, so I'm going to shout him out because I got him in the draft. He got a nice dive yep. ahead of there. Um, Richarlison yeah. obviously got on the score sheet, Kure, as we said. Um, and, yeah, Richarlison with an assist as well. So he's looking quite good right now. Um, now, I think we should move on to a bit of uh, City versus Norwich. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Fixture. Now... City played Tottenham and lost 1-0. And mm. I think I heard the stat. Oh, someone will have to give me shit and shit if I get this wrong. But Tottenham have won their last three games against City at home. Mm. Anyway, 
Not bad. Um, mm. And moving on, we've also got Norwich losing uh, 3-0 to Liverpool. Let's circle yeah. back to City. Um, the lineup. What did you guys think? I think yeah, he doesn't like Jesus, eh? No, he really doesn't. He really doesn't. I don't know if he's been able to get away with having no striker again, and he was, he was adamant to play it this season. It I could be it, it could be a message to the owners just saying, I do not have a striker that I'm confident in playing. Buy me Kane. I don't care how much he costs. Oh, man, if I was Tottenham, I'd be asking for 170 now. <laughs> how, <laughs> yeah. badly, how badly do they need him now? Yeah, they just made 20, buck, 20 million off that game. Um, yeah. Well, it was interesting to see, um, you know, Torres up front, um, but it also meant that we got starts from kind of everyone that we were questioning. You know, we weren't sure about Gundogan, we weren't sure about Grealish, we weren't sure about Sterling, Amares, where are they all going to fit in? And then they all ended up playing. Um, mm. Obviously, KDB is, you know, one of the big question marks. He's not been playing, so he's still got to come in. It's whose spot he's going to take is the question. Um, you know, yeah. I think for me, it could even be Mares. Like he didn't really create a lot in that game, and mm. for me, didn't look mm. at his best. And I think for someone who could immediately lose their spot, it could be him. It definitely could be. Um, I think short term, Pep's got an easy decision because uh, Gundawan has picked up what looks like a little bit of an injury, maybe a little niggle, and I don't think that they'll risk him uh, in this game. So KDB might actually just fill in that position, which is actually a bit more natural for him. Um, so until Kane, if he does come, I don't think we'll be making are seeing those big changes up front with City. I think yeah, he'll I stick with it. Um, and then, yeah, just what about, I I guess just Cancelo. He looks pretty nailed on for me and right back. Carl Walker. I can't believe you can say nailed on about Uh, any city player other than Cancelo. You know me, mate. I I get my goggles on when I own a player. They're just nailed on for me. Just nailed on. Well, yeah, keep him in (laughs) your team all season. Let's see what happens. I will. will. We'll see that rotation come into play, but we'll, we'll see where that takes us. But I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with Grealish because we know he obviously plays. He played the furthest forward left midfielder at Villa, whereas now he's sitting in that midfield three behind Sterling. I'm looking forward to seeing how that, or if it does change his game, not being the furthest forward attacker on the left. Yeah, okay. No, I I appreciate that. All right. Now, Norwich obviously lost 3-0. I wouldn't really expect them to do anything else. Timo kind of had an opportunity, which he put straight at Allison. Um, but, like, glimpses of something nice there. It was a start for Rashika, which who we talked about in preseason. Super shout-out to him getting some minutes, maybe something to look at later uh, when they're not playing Liverpool. And, boys, did you miss Crawley? I missed him. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. awesome. How long it's is nice he even playing see. football? Oh, oh, mate. mate, forever. Forever. Yeah. Eternity. Okay. No one really to watch there. Like, really just very much the back burner for those guys. Uh, yep. Brighton versus Watford being our next one we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, mm. This was exciting because Brighton came back, as we said earlier, and won 2-1, which is, pos- uh, you know, positive, really, for them. Um, Definitely. And then uh, we had Watford, even more positive, beating fucking Aston Villa 3-2. What the fuck? 
What the right. hell? Yeah, this could this could be a, this could be a spicy round two already fixture from from two surprising teams. But I guess as we dive into Brighton themselves, the fact that they came back is it is a good sign, I guess, from what we saw last year where. They just failed to convert and to win games. They didn't have that killer instinct in them. So I'm looking forward yeah, to seeing more of that, more of that coming forward. And and a big shout out to the subs who pretty much turned it around for them. Like, you know, one yeah. sub, McAllister came on and scored and the other sub, um, Moda, assisted Morpay's goal. So, mm. and two goals yeah. in about six minutes or so. That was yeah. nice. That was it was positive because I think we definitely saw a lack of finishing from them last season, and I if we thought that if they could manage to finish better, they could be quite a decent team based off some of their other statistics. So yeah, I think um, if they can just manage to get that extra finish in, be very promising. Definitely. Okay, let's move straight on from Brighton. Uh, let's talk about Watford because they got three goals against Aston Villa. Yeah, this is a team I'm a bit more interested in for fantasy purposes. Brighton, I'd want to see a bit more from before we dive into this. But for me, like that was amazing going 3-0 up so quickly. We spoke before about all three goals look very similar, like catching Villa out on the kind of counter-attack or open play type running at them goals. But mm. It was surprising because they were very defensively set last season. I think we, you know, we gave some statistics on that. You know, they were... Oh yeah, super in the championship. Defensive. Yeah, yeah, in the championship, they were super defensive. That was their thing, you know. Yeah, and I think yeah, I well, and I, I think that they're really going to um, sur- yeah, and I think they're really going to surprise people this year because you know obviously we know that their defense is really good, but they actually look like they're quite good going forward, even if it's just been um, you know the stats on the on the on the counter attack style goals, but. Um, they have signed some players that I'm really interested in in seeing what they do. Like Dennis with a goal and assist, he looks like really, really nice and linking up with, you know, with Saar, which w- we know that he's going to be a good pickup um, long-term, I think, with Watford. Yeah. Um, so, and obviously that third goal as well from Chuko was awesome. Ooh, so spicy. That was spicy. That was and he just came on. I mean, he looks up for a little Colombian, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, I think so, man. My only yeah. worry is that just that I really didn't rate Villa's defense this game. So I'm trying mm. not to overshadow Watford's performance just because I thought Villa were trash defending them. So yeah. I'd want to yeah, see a little shout, bit good more. Good shout. I'm, not, I'm personally not getting too excited just yet. Um, no, I, I just want to jump on like Brentford players in this waiver wire, not Watford just yet. I agree. Strongly agree. So are you jumping immediately on any Watford players or are you just going to see for the next game? Personally, in my team, I don't have too much room to really overhaul much. I want to wait and see a bit more and that aligns perfectly to how I'd want to wait and see Watford a bit more in the longer term. 25 points here. I guess we've always got to go back. Mate, it's the long game. It's a thirty-eight week game week. It's not a. It's a. It's not a sprint, mate. It's a marathon. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you know, we keep on going to go back to the. It's just the first week, so it's good just to get a little bit more. Um, you know, statistics uh, on the overwhelming performance of the team. So I'm definitely keeping my eye on them. 
Let's wait and see because after after Brighton they've got Spurs, but then they have Wolves, Norwich, Newcastle. So that could be a time to jump. Yeah. Okay. Um, now Southampton versus Man United. Uh, Southampton lost three one um, to Everton, and Man United, as we all know, won five one against Leeds. How painful! Um, Man, I think we can just give some solid minutes to Man U here. Yeah, well, yeah. I can't believe you boys don't want to give a shout out to Armstrong. He's your boy. You're always fucking talking about him. He never does anything in fantasy, and now mate, you don't want to mate, talk about him. Mate, it's a different Armstrong. It's it's a different one, mate. Are you it's serious? A new sign. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's a copy and bad paste of Ings. I feel like he looks like he's lookalike. <laughs> That's hilarious. I had no idea. I just saw Armstrong on the score sheet. I was like, oh, okay. Because I'm, I'm not fucking watching a Southampton game, that's for sure. I'm surprised um, you didn't think it was Danny Ings, mate. That's, that's fine. Oh, that's more take like. it easy. <laughs> but yeah, uh, okay. good finish. Good finish from a bad mistake. But I'm, yeah. yeah, not too much to say about Southampton for me outside of that. Okay. Um, let's yeah, they, about United. They're going to have to do a lot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, first thing, I mean, the starting lineup was quite interesting. Greenwood uh, playing up front until I guess Rashi returns or uh, Cavani. Yeah. Um, so that was a bit interesting. No start for Sancho. Uh, Daniel James in the starting lineup, which I thought was interesting. Um, but, you know, this seems like a kind of. They're waiting until a couple of players are fit and ready. Yeah, easing them in. And they did this last year too. They started hard. Didn't they beat Chelsea 4-0 start of last season? Came out firing. Fuck, don't I have a mute? Was that the season before? <laughs> was that, that the season before? I don't know, man. Years go by so quickly. I don't know. That was a bullshit yeah. result. Don't bring that up, Pedo. <laughs> We've already discussed off podcast, so we're not allowed to talk about Chelsea too much. And then you bring that up. Not when I'm having a dig at them. That's fine. Endless minutes. Okay, but let's yeah, get back to you. I agree, with you. I agree with you, man. Yeah, a few, a few surprises. But I think we had a little interesting eye on Greenwood, which... Um, could pay off in the short term, even if um, someone else drops out. He could he could fill in a, a wide spot till Rashi comes back, um, moving back from the forwards. But the big big shout outs are obviously Bruno and Pogba this week. Hey, for fantasy points, like Bruno with a Hattie, not Fuck that volley man, that volley. Oh, that volley was so good, man. You've, it's got to be a contender Go for the old. Season. Oh yeah, baby. oh there it is. Oh yeah. Go yeah, playing it twice, playing it twice. Yeah, mate. Half of, half of it though has to go to Lindelof for the credit of the ball. That yeah, that that ball from him from deep was beautiful. For me, well, I wouldn't pick him up anytime soon because no, uh, I wouldn't. But that just was spicy. Because Raphael Varane got signed officially. Yeah, it's official, official. Official, now. yeah. He's been a. I swear to God, he's been official for like ten weeks. I tried to pick him up in our draft, not even fucking knowing. Yeah, I know. It took their time. Then, oh, it was brutal. When they when someone told me he's like he hasn't been signed yet, I'm like, what? He's been signed for weeks. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. he's here now. He was at the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, that should shore up their defense. Maybe that uh, maybe that ailing goal doesn't go in. But you never know. Uh, Bruno Hattrick was obviously huge, but yeah, those assists from Pogba were amazing. He played a bit higher up the pitch, um, but it seemed like a lot of those balls, or at least two of his assists, were from deep. 
and yeah. they were juicy. Yeah. That ball in over the top for Bruno, um, and then there was that another cool. one that was a quick pass off the, the Green. Top. The Greenwood assist. Oh fucking hell! I yeah, mean, Greenwood like, did well, but yeah, the would you guys on be, that pass. Oh man, it was spicy. Would you guys have confidence in? that form carrying a, a little bit over a few game weeks? Like, would you think people would be jumping on it too? Uh, I think a, a lot of people are going to be jumping on him. Um, I think that it's pretty much a no-brainer for first waiver wire pick. I, I, I don't think that it will go to anyone else besides Pogba um, just because of the potential that he has. And we've seen it in past seasons. And with an attacking team like United, what they've put together with this transfer window, not a let alone the players that they already had. You know, Pogba really could be a massive differential. And I actually think it's a, like it's pretty bad from our whole draft that no one just picked him up as their fifth mid. I, I guess mean, so. But that's when this, pretty embarrassing. He beat his previous season's assist in that game. He got three assists last season. <laughs> you know, fuck me. And he looked like he was out the door. I, I just oh. think that, yeah. I just think that no one can be blamed for that. Like, I think people actually drafted well for a change without taking a fucking risk on him. (laughs) But that being said, I thought he looks up for it this year. And not just in that Mm. game. He's got his old hairstyle back. He's all striped down the side. And he's obviously got it back, yeah. I'm just thinking he's going back to his roots and he's going to, you know, I don't know. There's something about Poggy. He looked yeah. he looked pretty happy playing the other day, so hopefully that keeps going. Um, For sure. Okay. I want to talk about Wolves first. Tottenham. Let's do it. Wolves lost one nil to Leicester, um, and Tottenham beat City one nil. Huge. Yeah. Um, I don't think I need to spend much time on Wolves here. You know, I'm seeing. Honestly, one of my favourite moments of that game for them was Traore just going beast mode yep. and just yeah. driving through everyone and you just go, fuck me, he looks amazing when he does that. And then the finish was terrible. If he could finish, he would literally oh. be like a 60, 70 mil player. Like he's such a yeah. tank and he's so quick, but he just can't finish for shit. Like I actually <laughs> I want it, I want him to finish because like, you know, he looks like a good bloke as well, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he's a beast. I would be speaking of good blokes. I'm here. No, it's good to have him sorry. back, eh? Yeah, not, not about yourself. Him yeah, Jimmy. Man. Good to see well, Jimmy good to back. See him. Yeah, yeah, I no, like that. No, I like that. I mean, I didn't see much from him in that game, and I didn't expect to. But look, if if we see something over the next couple of weeks, I'm sure he got picked up in most drafts, but. You know, there could be something there. Um, Let's move on to Tottenham. Uh, How about that lineup? Quite similar to preseason. Yeah, I think it's going to really work well for Tottenham. Um, I think Nuno might be the perfect manager for them. Just to shore up that defence, because he is a little bit more defensive um, than other managers. But he also has a really great way of working his attack and uh, especially in training I've been hearing. So, you know, if they do lose lose Kane and even if they don't sign another striker, I think that Nuno will be able to work with what he's got. Um, and, you know, Son up front, you know, it's just where he wants to play. He always wanted to be in that position, um, but happy to work with whatever he's got. But, you Man. know, with Mora, Ali and Bergwijn, you know, Sun could really excel. 
Yeah, I, I'm excited. Bergwijn didn't look great to me. I thought his his finish was horrendous for his chance to to seal the game up. Two nil. I agree. I agree. But going forward, he's exactly what he looked mean. good. And he does have competition yeah. coming from Brian Gill, but I'm yeah. I don't know. I just he's got that pace, Bergwijn, and that might be that might be enough to seal a spot if Kane leaves. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm a bit optimistic there, and and that might not be the final formation they go with. They may end up putting five at the back, and then you know relying more on wingbacks for the counter. But for right now, I'd be very interested in Bergwijn after that showing, and I don't think he's in many fantasy teams. No, I don't yeah. think he would be either. And um, I just I just sorry, I I don't want to. I don't know. Yeah, I, go, I, go. I wouldn't be as keen on him. That just just my as a fifth my view. Punt like oh, why? Maybe I think there's so I think involved. there's more. I just think there's more out there, man. I think the people we've spoken about, like the Brentford players, and even you a, know, not all player. of us are in seventh. Some of us have to pick after six or seven people go, and we still need yeah. to look at people like. Bill. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I we don't have the luxury of being near last. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should, you know, tank a few rounds, and then you then you get a taste. <laughs> <laughs> No thanks. I love that. I love that because when you tank, you actually have to leave your best players on your bench. And when you look at your bench, they all aren't your best players. So that's just cute. That's yeah, cute. Yeah, I know. Wouldn't it be nice? Uh, um, hey, before, so- we, before we move on from Tottenham, I do want to shout out their defence because um, to play against City, obviously, it's a massive ask. And, you know, Dier, Regulon, uh, Tanganga, and Sanchez did an awesome job keeping them out. And, you know, if they're available in your draft and you've got a spot as, you know, a fourth or fifth mid, uh, sorry, defender, you've got to jump on them because Nuno is defense. You know, he he's kind of earned that role. Can I flag Man, I... something there, though, Milo? Because for me, I think one mm-hmm. to watch out for, and I was going to mention this, is actually probably Dyer. Um, yeah. Dyer will more than likely lose his spot unless they move to a... Um, Five at the back set up, but uh, they've got a new boy. Really? Um, yeah, because they've got a new boy. Oh yeah, they, they signed someone. Uh, I'm about I forgot to about that, name. boys. But, but it was. Uh, but it is. Is it Dyer or Dyer? Romero. According to to Marley G. Dyer. I didn't realize. I didn't realize it was not from. Uh, it's a white guy from England. Yeah, it's look, Dyer. Dyer. Yeah, Dior. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Christian Romero is probably his likely replacement. Unless yeah. unless Nuno switches formation, but they spend a bit of money on him, and you know he looks like a threat. So I just think um, he probably will lose his spot. So I didn't want to send anyone, you know, too early on Dyer. Considering uh, Romero even got minutes this game, it must mean that he's coming in soon. Yeah, so we'll see. We know Nuno likes a five though, so we'll we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. There is that. And, you know, with a little bit of an injury, we know that Dier can actually play um, in the midfield as well. So he could be a bit of an out-of-position punt for later in the season. And with uh, just a last-minute thing to say, they've got a good run of fixtures here. They've got Wolves, Watford and Crystal Palace coming up. I, like, that's – if Bergwijn gets any run, this is it. This is when he's going to have his chance. So just saying. Yeah. All right, Arsenal versus Chelsea. Ooh, yes. Well, I'm I think excited. we know the clear, clear winners of this game. Um, 
Yeah. Sorry, Miles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking prick. I will talk about Arsenal, you know, just to get the ball rolling and then I'll uh, flick it over to you for, for a bit of Chelsea chat. But, um, you know, I, th- I think Arsenal really, really missed um, Lacazette and Aubameyang going forward. Um, you could just tell they just didn't have that clinical goal scorer in in, in the front of goal. Um, Smith Rowe uh, looked okay, uh, still needs someone ahead of him. So it will be interesting as, when those strikers come back. As an owner, not excited about him. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be too excited. But I'll yeah. have to say that the, the best look for Arsenal um, into, into fantasy points, I've got to put it up to Tierney. He, um, he had some really good stats from this game. I'm not sure if you guys caught it, but he had 11 cross attempts. Um, he entered the penalty box 10 times and he created six chances. So, you know, we have seen it in the past that he can put up those massive double-digit hauls. I did and see if that. He's a, if he's available, I think that he would be a really, really good punt. Uh, yeah, I like that. Um, you know, because they have spent money on their defense this year, and I, if they if Ben White turns out to be okay, because he's only been there, you know, a couple of weeks, if they manage to get that down and they can keep a few clean sheets and solidify the defense up at least, you know, yeah. maybe maybe a good option. Um, now. Can I just get on to Chelsea, man? Like, yeah, just, just Arsenal. give us a Chelsea rant and I'll join in later. Oh, just join me. Okay, so in this game, we got starts from Alonso, Chaloba, Werner and Pulisic, probably being the main names because there's been so many question marks about Chelsea um, as to who may start. Um, Miles, a shout out to you, mate. Great pickup of Alonso. Um, if you Thank picked you. up Chaloba as well, I would have been... Just on my knees praising you, but you're not that good. Um, I tried. I definitely tried. I didn't think that Bobby would pick him up at that point, but it's okay. Did Bobby get him? Yeah, I think Bobby's got Chili. No, yeah. no, no. Not, I'm talking about Chaloba, not Chili. Oh, Chaloba. Sorry, I don't talk. I don't call him Chaloba. I'm sorry. Well, I call him <laughs> by his actual name. Yeah. And so, also, it's, it's Zoom as well. I, I didn't exactly hear. I just heard the no. ch. It's okay. It seems, it's okay. It mate. seems it seems Palace were pretty keen to get his name on the in the headlights because they did not go anywhere near him when he had that ball. <laughs> oh my god! Well, they he just stood ahead here in the story, but you know, Chaloba, fucking ball boy to oh, goal What scorer. a debut! What a fucking debut in the Premier. Massive brought a, brought a tear to his eye. He played yeah. excellently. He played so well in the Super Cup. He's played well all preseason. He played well in that game. I I, I don't know what they're going to do with him. If they send him out on loan, um, that'll be kind of disappointing because. He's been so good in that position. And that was such a nice goal too. Mate, that doesn't um, stick well with the Chelsea story though. Like a promising young talent and just to keep him, that just doesn't sound right. You know, he's, he's <laughs> got to go out alone and then be forgotten about for the next 10 mate, years. That's we've already balanced that out by se- we've already balanced that out by selling Tammy. Haven't we sold him? <laughs> yeah, it's a robot. Yeah, it looks like it's done, yeah. What's he? Yeah, look. With a buyback, though. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They learn from their mistakes finally. Finally. Um, So now let's not talk about Tammy too much because there's no fantasy options there. But um, Pulisic with a start and a goal, um, you know, Mm -hmm. nothing special there. But he did look lively and has looked lively all preseason. 
Um, I don't know how much longer he's got on the squad, though, now that Lukaku's here. I think there's going to be... That's the hard thing, man. There's just still so many question marks, even after one game. Like, and if people are crazy, you know, wanting to jump on Pooley, like, who knows what's going to happen in three game weeks. Oh, don't jump on Pooley. Don't jump on Pooley. I would say that straight out. That'd be with Chelsea, we've just got to we've got to actually look at Chelsea for FPL reasons in the same way that we look at City. I mean, their their squad is just getting so deep that there's going to be a lot of rotation, and it's going to be hard to pick besides a couple of main players like you know Mason Mason Mount and probably Lukaku will be playing most of the fixtures. It's going to be between you know Pulisic, Werner, and Havertz that are probably going to be most highly rotated for. FPL reasons. And I think they're um, going to be deployed strategically, like, you know, how Pep yeah. does it. You know, like, exactly. for example, Alonso, if he stays, I was talking with Miles about this, but, you know, Alonso isn't amazing defensively, but if we have to break down a defense, i.e. Crystal Palace, you want him on because he's got 22 goals in his time at Chelsea, which is crazy. So that's, so that's more for your strategic uh, waiver-wise, just for the purely feature fixture focus with a, a bit of a risk if you've actually read it right. Exactly. And Miles are discussing this and we just think that actually he's quite an easy player to pick when he may start and he's so prolific that if you can either keep him on your bench and your team and try and pick when he's going to play or um, bring him in. Just play him and get the auto sub. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just like play Chile's, for auto sub. Chile's not nailed on. So... And Alonso is such a good goal scorer. Yeah. Um, honestly, Miles, I I would be keeping him in your team, mate. Oh, especially when uh, yeah, the keeper doesn't even duck move. You know, it's, he's going to score all the time. Oh, and man, that's so the next crazy. point. That's what I wanted to bring up because Chelsea don't really have many dead ball strikers, especially as good as Alonso. And I think that's really, really key in the Premier League to have someone on that dead ball, um, especially from that side. So I wouldn't be surprised if Alonso plays more games than he did last year. Um, But yeah, Chilwell will definitely be in the team when we're playing, you know, teams that, you know, we need to be more defensively on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and I think the last thing I would just mention with that is Lukaku looks likely to start against Arsenal. I've heard a bunch of stuff saying he probably will be ready. So, what a team to get your first Hattie against. Oh, fuck me, dude. That would be classic (laughs) drugs. Man, Drogs love scoring against Arsenal. If fucking Lukaku comes in and spanks a few against the old ass, oh, 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 All right, boys, we'll save that until next pod. But, um, okay, next one we've got to talk about, uh, our last one for this week is West Ham versus Leicester. Yeah. Mm. New goals here. Um, yeah, spicy. started on the, yeah, West Ham side. of 4-2 coming down, coming back from 2-0 down. Am I right? Yes, I think it was a bit more. I think it was one one, and then yeah, oh sorry, back and forth on that. Oh yeah, it went two one, two two. Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm getting it confused with the Brighton game. Anyway, um, and then also Leicester one nil against Wolves. So, okay, uh, West Ham. Fuck, they look good. I watched. Yeah, I watched that whole game, and West Ham looked so good. Um, you know, who needs Lingard when you got Ben Rama? You know, like. I've been reading so much about him and yeah. he looks the shit. You know, he's Thank creative. He, he looks so good pre-season too, man. And when you spoke about mm-hmm. his your pickup late of him in our 
um, hangover at the other day from our draft, I was like, yeah, I, I wanted him too, but he was just one of those question marks for my fifth mid of do I risk it or not? And I just went with something else. But that was, yeah, one I now look back on and go, mm, that's got I did so much fucking research and his name barely even came up. I don't know how I missed it, but I'm annoyed I missed it. Well yeah, done. Yeah, the preseason form just from West Ham generally and him has carried over for sure into this fixture. They look spice. Like get lots of different goal scorers, you know, Cresswell, Ben Rama, Antonio, Suchek. There's some fantasy gold there, you know, spread around. And they just look like nothing's changed. You know, they look yeah. so solid. I mean, most of their players have had a pretty good off season compared to some of the big For teams. Sure. So I don't know. Like, you know, we were looking at um Aston Villa, who was another team that had a good run, um, but a less less preseason time. If you compare those two, I mean, West Ham was obviously the better of the two last season, but it looks like they're set to continue that form. Yeah, for sure. And can I just give a quick mention? That Antonio pen has probably got to be one of the worst pens I've seen in a while. <laughs> Dude, why was he looking at the ref, like, for ages? He's, like, looking at the ref, I don't just know. waiting, waiting, and then ref blows the whistle and he's, like, boom, turns his head and goes to the... And I'm, like, Dude, what the fuck? he's not playing keeper games, but he played his own game. Yeah, he definitely played himself, but he he made up for it with um, you know creating one and then scoring scoring one himself, um, yeah. and he did have quite a few other chances. You know, he banged the banged against the post and then it mm. it ricocheted and almost hit him in the head. Like that was hilarious. Oh my god! Yeah, no. Dude, I I'm like so de- if he's not fucking injured like all season again, I'm gonna be really gutted because I had the opportunity to pick him up in the draft and. You know, I got that kind of like season before haunting of him. And I was like, yeah, so tough for me last season. I just couldn't pick him up for that reason. But yeah, I mean, if he goes ballistic, which I mean, he could, I'm going to be really upset. Um, so fingers crossed. How good is Moisey jumping? <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys see that? He loves the jump. I reckon loves he cleared jump. the ground by maybe three centimeters. <laughs> Why probably not even jump? that that's all probably i'm gonna not, say yeah probably not even that <laughs> <laughs> okay uh lester now this was only one nil but you know there's a few talking points here oh mate the main talking point Oh, fuck. There's been three in this head three in this head that seems excessive use mate mate i'm just keen i just had to wait all off season i just keen to get it going again I can't believe you're that excited for that after, um, you know, you picked up Bamford instead of Vardy. Bamford didn't score. Vardy has scored a worldie. What do you he think? Has. He has. I'm okay, mate. I'm playing the long game there. This fantasy and, uh, you know, my own team and this part is a different story. So. <laughs> mate, you keep saying you're playing the long game, but do you, do you mean like including last season as well? Yeah. Is it just yeah, like that's how it works. One- it's cumulative, isn't it? Is the long game like, oh, maybe in six years I'll win. The lo- mate, mate, the long game of life, you know? You're not mate, he does it for the pod, come on. You know, he knows that the pod needs a whipping boy, you know, like a squeak, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, or something, got, you know, I've just to like make those picks. I've got four other leagues, you know. <laughs> you trade up. Fuck you. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about that. Pereira with an assist, um, you know, someone we've talked about a lot before. Yeah, working and- hard for that. Yeah, nice ball in. But but honestly, 
he did nothing compared to fucking Vardy. Yeah. That that was amazing. Flicking I don't him. know how that went in. I don't know how that went in. Uh, yeah. I think it's fluky. It's insane. It's still skillful. I'm like, I'm blown away by it. Mm, um, me too. I've got some stats here. You want to hear some stats? Do it. Oh, always. I've got Harvey Barnes stuff. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Harvey Barnes took just one shot in the box and created zero chances against Wolves. Uh, mm. Now, another follow-up to that. They also switched, Leicester also switched to a 3-5-2 setup later in the game, which for me concerns me about Barnes' security in the starting lineup for the next match because for me, if they go to 3-5-2, I think Kelechi's looking like uh, a good option. What do you guys think? Yeah, sure. well, man, the way their defense responded to that formation, I don't know if they'll stick with it. They looked so out of place um, in that game. If they had another team they were versing, I think, that could put it away, I think they would have really suffered there and lost that game. So for their sake, I don't think they should stick with it, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Fair enough. It was, okay. it was a winning strategy for them, you know, at the end of last season. So I wouldn't be surprised if um, he does implement them against teams similar to Wolves, you know, bottom 10. Um, but, yeah, against the top teams, I think that uh, Rogers will be playing just Vardy, especially for the start of the game. Kalichi will be rotated with Barnes all season. Okay. You heard it here first. No, I and you heard me agreeing with it here first as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good note to wrap it up, boys. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Mate, that was a fun uh, first game week. Fucking lots there was of action. Lots of goals, no draws. That's exactly what we want as fantasy players. Yep. That's definitely, it. Definitely. Definitely. Um, all right. Well, if anyone has any questions about anything we said, FPL Draft Boys, you can find us on Insta, Twitter, uh, anywhere else that Hito spends his social media time. Um, you can even message him privately if you like. Uh, I'll, I'll tweet his uh, private details and <laughs> phone number and the uh, Twitter. Am I yeah, 100%. And also hit us up on Instagram. I've been getting quite a few people sending some um, like waiver wire advice to me and I'm really happy to give it and, you know, just give some really balanced opinions on your team. So flick me through a picture of your team and who was available in the waiver wire and I'll make sure I jump on that and give you some good advice. And if it happens enough, we'll start, you know, addressing that in pod. So yeah, listen out, hit us up. FPL Draft Boys, we out. Draft Boys.